Well, I'd like to welcome you back to another Random Thoughts with Pastor Bob. And, uh, boy, I'm just kind of day-by-day putting these things out now that I have this uh, newer technology, which makes it so much easier to maybe record these podcasts. So I'm glad that you're able to listen in on it. You know, last Sunday I talked about, my message was uh, talking about Paul, where he was in Philippians and telling the people there, the Gentiles, beware of those dogs, those evildoers, the mutilators of the flesh, they called it. And the whole essence was how we have to be careful of people that lead us astray um, when it comes to the gospel and in different taking it in different directions is not intended to be. And one of the points I made is that I said Jesus is way bigger than any religion. And what I meant by that was denominations and different sects, I guess you could say, are good things, but also can be very bad things because we tend to, I don't want to use a cliche here, you know, putting God in a box, but we tend to limit what God can do, who God is, and uh, the real purposes he has for our life. Now, I'm part of the Assemblies of God, our churches, and I am thankful for their um, accountability and the fun times we have together with uh, different leadership groups and things like that. But, uh, you know, the, like like the Assemblies of God, well, they say, you know, we're not a denomination, we're a fellowship. And I guess I would tend to argue that a little bit, but uh, I digress on that point. But, you know, when we start labeling denominations, we start having our fundamental beliefs that we have and what we believe in, what we do. And, you know, I, I don't know that they're all bad necessarily. I think they're good. They give us guidance. They give us uh, wisdom on what to believe. And um, I think we all need that in our lives. But, um, and I, I know the Methodists have their set of beliefs. I know the Baptists do. And, you know, is any one necessarily bad? I don't think so. I think I think it's good in different ways. But, what can happen, though, too often is that we find our kids, when they hit that college age, going off to colleges and finding that, you know what, Jesus is way bigger than any denomination will ever be. Jesus is way bigger than any trained thought will ever be. And we need to be open to that. I guess that's one of the big things that I always have troubles with is that if somebody's locked into a denomination and they start questioning things a little bit, it's often preached that it's healthy but is it received as healthy? I guess the, you know what I'm getting at here is that when we preach something and say it's healthy to question, it's healthy to look into, we have to be sure that we really mean that. I, I've seen too many times where people question what they believe in, not that they're going to stray away from it, not that they're even giving up on it, but they're questioning it, uh, perhaps because mom and dad believed in it and they were raised in that way and they're just thinking, yeah, I believe in that. For instance, I'll use this as an example. When I first started pastoring, um, you know, we believe in the anointing with oil and all those things. But after a couple years of uh, being in ministry, I started to question a little bit. I'm like, why do I believe it? What What is the purpose of that? Is Is there any reason for it? And um, and so I started to question that. And, and, and there was one pastor that actually told me I should maybe... Uh, take some time off, if you will, and, and so I can, uh, <laughs> he didn't really say this, but repent of my ways of thinking. But ultimately, I found out it's a good thing. And, you know, it, when, when someone comes to a point of questioning, I, I think it's healthy for them. We need to let them go and question. We can't shove it down their throat saying, you know what, this is how it is. This is what this doctrine is. This is how we should act to this. Because really, if we're preaching that the scripture is alive and well, 
that it needs to be alive and well in our own lives. I have a hard time when people say this is what the scripture means, nothing more, nothing less, this is this is what it means, and you got to take it that way. I feel like we almost kill the scripture at that point. Because either this, these are the same people that are using Matthew Henry commentaries, have the Charles Finney and the Charles Spurgeon libraries and everything, and taking them as gospel. In fact, when, you know what, Matthew Henry, as good as he is, it's an opinion. Uh, Charles Finney, Charles Spurgeon, I'm not belittling their ministry at all because they were awesome men of God's and I'm looking at their books right now on my bookshelves. But it's their opinion. It's educated and it's very insightful. But what do you believe? I think it's important for you to wrestle around with that. It's important for you to take time and say, why do I believe in water baptism? What do I believe about the gifts of the Holy Spirit? What uh, you know, what do I believe about healing? All these different things. Because then we start to become a little more receptive of the bigger picture here of what Jesus is trying to talk to us about through his word and through life. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm always one to challenge people to, you know, stretch yourself a little bit. Figure out what's going on and, and study the word. And uh, I hope you do that. You know, take some time. This this scripture that I preached on in Philippians last week, it was one of those where you read over it and you just kind of assume, oh, he's talking to sinners. You know, he's talking to people that don't have any relationship with Jesus Christ. No, go back, look it over. Take time to look over those scriptures and you will see the scripture coming alive in new and vibrant ways. It's very cool. It's very interesting. And, you know, Christmas is around the corner. We're getting all these new gadgets, all these new toys, all this other stuff. But when the novelty wears off, you know what? The Bible's always there. And you'll always, always find a portion of scripture to dive into and to examine. One scripture, I'll just share this really quick. One scripture that really got to me was back in, uh, I believe it's uh, Genesis. And, uh, it was a portion of scripture where the Bible was talking about the Nephilim. This study rocked my world on the views of these things. And I got into this discussion with a Christian rock artist um, from an old group called Scattered Few, and I brought him in for a concert a few years ago. And he said, Bob, check this scripture out. What are, what are the Nephilim? What, what does that mean? And, uh, you know, it, I ultimately started studying it and realized, wow. This is the start of something very cool because at that point I realized there are way too many portions of scripture that I tend to overlook and need to examine more. Hey, get into the word, study it, and uh, question things. Why do you believe it? Question it and dive into it. Get to know it more and you will be all the better for it. And if you offend some people for questioning things that they would see as foundational uh, principles, so be it because you're enhancing your life and ultimately doing good. So uh, And share it with somebody else. Share with me what you've learned in Scripture and, and what you would like to uh, tell other people about. I'll share it in upcoming uh, podcasts here. You can email me, randomthoughtswithpastorbob at gmail.com, and uh, I'd love to hear from you. 